Have you ever felt like the work you were supposed to love is instead sucking your soul and you aren't making the impact you always dreamed of making? If so, you aren't alone. From broke and underemployed to six figures plus, powered only by daydreams and grit, I realized I was burning out and my values of freedom, purpose, and making an impact were taking the backseat to my wallet. I realized that I needed to build my own field guide to awesome from the inside out. So I gave it all up and I traveled the world to rediscover what was most important to me and create a business that filled my pockets, filled my soul, and allowed me to multiply my impact. But the question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our community of experts and share the secrets of success from the inside out. My name is Trina Sarekia, and this is the Field Guide to Awesome. Welcome back to the Field Guide to Awesome, folks. I talk with multi-six and seven-figure entrepreneurs. We dive into where they started, the struggles they had along the way, and the unique way they think differently that has led to their current level of success. In my last episode, I spoke with Elaine Terso. Elaine Terso, known as Elaine the Brain, has been a creative, self-made, problem-solving entrepreneur since 2001. As a business consultant and launch strategist for the InSource IT marketing agency, Elaine enjoys supporting other entrepreneurs with their businesses getting shit done for them so they can focus on their zone of genius. It was a powerful episode, folks, so if you missed it, make sure to go back and check it out. But don't go yet, folks. My next guest is Claire Sweet. Claire is an award-winning financial advisor and money coach and an international best-selling author who has a thriving business and is regularly asked to speak on BBC Radio Kent as an expert in her field. Join me in welcoming Claire Sweet. Hi, Claire. Thank you so much for coming back. That's okay. It's good to see you again. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, Last time we had a really great conversation about uh, retirement planning and how it's different for entrepreneurs. And you shared a little bit of your story. Um, I'd love to talk more about that retirement planning for entrepreneurs. Um, Yeah. Because it's just so unique. I mean, people think that they, if they just had more money, everything would be fine, but there's a lot of planning that goes in, in with that. And your life story, like how you grew into this really informs, um, how you work with your clients, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, I've, over the years, I've sort of had my fair share of life experience. You know, I've been married, I've been divorced, I've been a single parent, I lost my mum when she was 59. And it meant that my life it hasn't always gone as straightforward as I would think. And because of that, your money needs to be able to adapt because your plans change. You can't just have it set in stone. And I think for business owners and entrepreneurs, I think that's really, really important because when you're looking at growing your wealth, which is ultimately why we're here. You know, we don't go into business just to exist. We want to build something in terms of sort of wealth or legacy or money to leave to our kids or a lifestyle. We want to achieve something with the money that you've got. And wealth building is different for everybody, but Mm. it's not just about the money. You know, if, if I had a pound for every time somebody said to me, oh yeah, I just need to earn a bit more money. You know, when you start having... 5k months all of your problems will be fine and yeah I know it's stressful and I'm working 90 hours a week and I'm doing all this and living off beans on toast but 
when I get to 10K months, it will be fine. When I get to 15K months, it will be fine. It's not. It just isn't. And I think people realize it takes them a while to realize that there isn't a magic number where suddenly it all feels better. Oh, gosh, that is a big amen on that one. Yeah, it if, just is. If, and if you don't feel good about your money now, if you're not building a strong relationship with money mm. right now, it's never going to feel good, no matter how much you have. And then I think, um, and how true do you see this in the UK? In the UK, because I know I see it in the US, is when, even when people get windfalls of cash. I mean, like big windfalls of cash you know, theoretically, you look at that amount of money and think, oh, well, they should be good for a while. But they piss it away. Yeah. All right. Somehow we we see that something happens, something happens, or a series of events happen, or they make a, they trust the wrong person, and the money just disappears. It's not even just that. The thing is, you say something happens, the point is nothing happens, nothing happens to change what is already going on so you have somebody who's not particularly good at managing their money and when I say managing your money I don't mean restrictive practices and budget planning and a whole lot of stuff that makes life scary or boring I mean having a plan with what you're going to do and how you want to live your life and focus Mm -hmm. what you spend um because they haven't got any of that in place they end up with this big lump of money an inheritance or a lottery win yeah um and within five years it's gone. It's gone. All of it's gone. I mean, I actually know somebody um, who, you know, a friend of a friend, it's actually somebody I know of who won the lottery and they bought houses and cars and they'd had parties and bits and pieces. Within three years, both him and his wife were back at work because mm. they had spent it all. It was all gone. And I look at it and I think, do you know what, if I had that big lump of money, what could I do with it? I've got this plan in my head and I've already worked out what I would do with it because I like to put money towards specific things I typically run my finances in a system with sort of money pots where a pot has a purpose so I've got a pot of money that I use for bills I've got one that I use for going out and doing fun things I've got one for personal development and it means that when money comes in no matter how much money that is I can allocate it to different things and if you haven't got those things sorted behind the scenes, it doesn't matter how much money you've got coming in because you'll always feel like you've not quite got enough because it's not in the right place. You know, you get that little warning ping up on your phone to say that you've got a payment due out of your bank account and you think, oh, I'm going to have to move some money and you've got the money, but it's in a savings account because you haven't put enough money in the bills account and you're there at nine o'clock at night in front of the TV scrolling through your phone trying to get the app to work to move the money around because you don't want to have to put the computer on and it doesn't matter with that whether you're earning ten thousand pounds a year or a hundred thousand pounds a year it doesn't necessarily mean that now you're earning more money you're magically good at doing stuff Mm. with it um and i think that's the biggest thing is getting those foundations secure under the surface so that you know what you're doing yeah and I would think that it would behoove us all to start earlier than when you actually need it. 
Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, it's one of those things. I mean, I've got I've got two kids. My eldest is 18. She's just literally gone off to university this year. And from when she got her very first job, um, she was working at McDonald's, not earning a lot of money. But I said to her, look, every time you get paid, I want you to try and keep a third, put a third into an account that you're going to use for like long-term savings, like putting away for university or buying a car or whatever, and a third into short-term savings so that if you want to buy a new pair of jeans or buy tickets to go to a concert, you've got some money there and just get into the habit of not spending all of it. And yeah. actually, you know, for some people, if you're only earning, you know, £100 a week, it's not a lot of money, but if you can get into the habit of putting it away, it works really well. And what I tend to do with my clients is we set up a system in place so that each month when they get paid, they move a percentage of their money out to their different accounts rather than a fixed sum. Because that way, as you earn more money, you start to invest more money, you save more money, and you spend more money on you and your quality of life. Because there's no point doing this business, putting all of your effort in, if you've got nothing to show for it. You know, if you've mm. got a business that is now earning you £70,000, £200,000, whatever, and you're still driving around in a dodgy old car buying, you know, secondhand clothes because you're not taking enough money out of your business to spend on you, then what's the point for all the effort? You've got nothing to show for it. You know, you yeah. can't squirrel it all away for the future. You, you need to balance the future stuff with the stuff for now. Um, and in fact, the tagline for my business, which I created back in 2015, which seems like ages and ages ago now, is balancing today's needs with tomorrow's dreams. Oh man, I love time, that tagline. I didn't realize how poignant it was at the time, but since then I have just found it to be so true. You know, you can't spend every penny now because nobody wants to be a little old lady who's got no money. But equally, mm. you can't put it all away for one day in the future that might never come. You, you don't want to be a little balance. old lady that dies with all her money in the bank and has lived but, like a pauper. Exactly. And you still see it, you know, especially yeah. in, I mean, I've got a range of clients. So, you know, a lot of my clients are business owners in their 30s and 40s, but I have got, you know, some younger clients, some older clients. And yeah, I've spoken to people who are in their 60s who've always lived a really frugal lifestyle, have always saved, always put money away. And I'm saying to them, look, you've got this big pot of money. Why don't you spend some of it? And it's just an alien concept because they've never lived that life. Now, as an employee, I can understand. I'm at the stage where I want flexibility. You know, I like mm -hmm. the fact that I don't work 40 hours a week and that I can take holidays when I want and I can take a day off and you know we will finish for Christmas this year on the 23rd of December and go back on the 4th of January and have a nice break all of my staff get time with their families whether they want it or not and we get <laughs> to move on you know and enjoy life and do things um because of that flexibility and that's not about the money it's not about the money you know it's <sighs> I think early on in our careers, in our lives as humans, we, we know that we need to get jobs and we need to work. We need to make money so that we can pay for the things that we need to survive. You know, food, water, housing, clothing, shelter, protection, um, and all of that. And I think so many of us have gone through really tight times uh, where 
none of that was guaranteed. And so there's some money trauma that happens in there. Um, and as they build business, I, and as they create even more and more success, the money has changed, but their fear about money hasn't changed yet. Um, the worry that, you know, this could all go away in a second is there. And so and that's part of what we yeah. do with, you know, some of it is the mindset stuff. And, you know, there's some of it that you can deal with on a conscious level and you can think about the beliefs you have and the beliefs your parents gave you and think, are these true? No, change my mind. There's subconscious stuff and you can do therapy and all sorts of things to get all that out. But on top of that, there's the practical solutions you can yep. do. So, you know, I'm not- People the forget how person. easy it can be. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's that practical solution. And, you know, uh, I think I remember a story we were told years ago by a pastor at our church where they were talking about, you know, needing to raise some money for a roof that needed repairs or whatever. And people were jumping up and down and saying, oh, we need to pray for this and we need to do this. And it's like, no, we need to get the money together. And they passed a hat <laughs> round and everybody put some money in it and they paid for the roof repairs. And with your personal finances, it's the same. You know, if mm. you want to make sure that you always get paid from your business, then you need to build up a surplus of funds in your business so that if you get a month where you don't get any client work, you still get paid. It's not rocket science, but as a business owner, it's up to you to get off your backside and do it. As an employee, you know, you get paid every month. They sort out all your taxes for you. They sort out your healthcare and your employee benefits. You can have all of that as an entrepreneur, but you yes. have to be the one that. And the problem is often business owners don't step out of doing their day job to be the business owner. Mm. They aren't a, they don't own a business practice. They are the person working in the business. And when you say to somebody, well, actually, yeah, if you want to get paid the same amount every month, you can do that. Go into your bank, set up a payment to pay yourself to your personal account the same amount every month. And they look at you as if you've just told them that the world is flat. Do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> it's a concept. They're like, yeah, but well, I don't get paid the same amount every month because I'm a business owner and my income varies. It's like, no, the turnover in your business varies. Your income can be the same. You are not your business. And, and that's and a really important thing. It is so important to realize because if you have a team, even if it is a part-time VA or, um, or one team member that you have one, they're going to expect to be paid, right? And it's usually a regular amount for a set job, you know? And so you know that your business is going to have to cover that. And what if you were another employee of the business and you allowed yourself to get paid? So your business exactly. is going to have to, and no matter what you bring in or what goes out, you will have to cover that same amount every month. So um, it's a responsibility to see it that way too. It is. And there are things that you can do to help you along the journey with things like that. So, I mean, with my clients, I use a simplified version of the book Profit First, which is by Mike Michalowicz. Mm. He's an American. It's a great book. It's quite heavy going, quite a lot of words in the tiny little book. But basically, this is the premise of that is that 
you organize the money coming into your business to make sure you've got some for your taxes, some for your expenses, and some to pay you because you deserve to be paid. You know, you're helping people and making a difference in the world. And so you need to get paid. Too many business owners pay everyone else, get to the end of the month and look at the bank account and it's empty. And you can do it when you start, maybe a couple of months, but it's not sustainable. You know, unless you're somebody who's got a trust fund or a really rich husband, it's just not viable. You know, you've got to be able to draw yourself a regular income so that you can pay your bills at home. You know, you haven't got your mortgage company or your landlord banging on your door asking for money because how stressful is that? Yeah, it's just not worth it. Yeah. Oh, Claire, the work you do is so important. Um, I love it. I and, you know, and money is scary for a lot of people. And they think, well, as long as money is coming in, I have enough. And it's just not true. Um, and so if people are curious and interested to find out more, where can they go to learn more about you? So you can find me on social media. I'm on Facebook. Um, just look me up as Claire Sweet. I have a Facebook group called It's the Place to Be. Um, other than that, if you go to my website, which is Peace Together, so peace as in confident about money, world peace, that sort of peace, uh-huh. together.co.uk, um, there's a whole load of information on there. There's free resources in the terms of blog articles, links to my YouTube. And on top of that, it gives you all the information about how we can work together to get your finances sorted so that you feel confident, you feel calm, and you can start growing your wealth. And it's brilliant. Well, and listeners, I will make sure that all of those links are in the show notes. Claire, it has been an absolute pleasure having you back. No problem. It's been brilliant to be here. I've really enjoyed it. Stay tuned for Claire's next episode coming up in March, where we talk about why we need to talk about money and how creating a flexible life prevents the biggest end of life regret. And stay tuned for next week, folks, because we're going to be talking with Italina Kirkness. And we're going to be talking with her about how she left her career in law and accidentally created a social media marketing business. Italina is an online presence expert and speaker. She helps her clients upgrade their online presence through LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. She and her team of social media managers help you gain more visibility online, driving a steady stream of clients to your business. Italina is trained as an attorney. She has a Juris Doctorate degree and has legal background. However, like many recovering attorneys, Italina is now practicing her passion, online branding and marketing. I had a wonderful conversation with Italina. I can't wait to share it with you. Tune in next week. You don't want to miss it. Hey, thanks for listening. I truly hope you got something out of this episode that you can immediately implement in your life or business. If so, one of the easiest ways you can help me is to please rate, review, and follow this podcast. When you do, you help me reach other heart-centered and socially conscious entrepreneurs just like you. By the way, If you are a driven entrepreneur at the top of your game, yet find your consistent successes aren't feeling like you thought they would, I also have a special invitation to share with you. Especially if you are ready to go deep and stop the self-doubt, self-sabotage, overwork, overwhelm, exhaustion cycle, 
that is holding you back from experiencing success that truly feels like success. I invite you to book a call with me. We'll have an intimate conversation about you and your business, and we'll talk about what's holding you back from regulating your nervous system, priming yourself for flow, and elevating your emotional intelligence so that your journey of success feels fulfilling and deeply satisfying. If you still need more help at the end of our call, and it makes sense to both of us, we'll talk about what it would look like to work together. If this sounds good to you, click the Book Trina link in the show notes. Thanks again for listening, and stay tuned for next week. And remember, be awesome!